Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, the, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. I'm Lior Phillips, host of This Must Be The Gig. We're a weekly podcast that documents everything about the world of live music. Speaking with choreographers, costume and set designers, the people who run beloved venues and festivals, and, of course, speaking with musicians about that one gig that changed their lives. Get your peek behind the curtain at consequenceofsound.net, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. First off, thanks so much for uh, checking out this episode, making your way here. Uh, if you're not already, I do hope you hit that subscribe button. You'll enjoy what you hear enough to uh, keep up with all the interviews that we put out. Uh, a brand new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's a really great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists, discover some new ones, just know what's happening in the music world. Again, you can find us at uh, all the major podcast hotspots like iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, and YouTube, where you'll find the video version of this interview as well. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today I'm talking with This Is The Kit, Kate Stables, 
got a brand new record called Off Off On. So we're going to be talking with Kate about uh, finding new sounds and playing against the folk type, uh, the responsibility with ourselves and others, empathy, the human condition. Those are all themes that make its way into this uh, this new album. And the power of youth leading the movements all around the world right now. In fact, uh, there's a lot of talk about environmentalism, borrowing the earth from future generations, as well as Kate's need for solitude while enjoying being a traveler. We'll also discuss uh, some of her uh, hobbies outside of music, like pinhole photography and some cool merch that she's uh, she's constructed to go along with this record uh, that has to do with card decks. Uh, really interesting stuff happening in this. So let's get into it and discuss this record off, off, on. It's Kyle Meredith with This Is The Kit. Nice to meet you on here. <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, uh, congratulations on this record. Uh, what a beautiful and complex and and fun record i think it's okay to say that uh, as well on here yeah. too Allowed. i mean yeah this is um this really does seem like a new level for you in reading about you know a bit of what you've talked about so far on this record i, I know some of that has to do with you teaming up with josh kaufman I, I was curious because you said he got you to things you wouldn't usually do musically and and i figured that's a good place to start because what what are you exactly talking about there well, just, um, I think he's just more open-minded than me. Or we just maybe had different musical paths slightly at the same time as having similar musical paths. I guess as being a sort of a female musician gets called folk, there's certain things that I flinch away from, like, you know, little triggers like acoustic guitars, flutes, glockenspiels, you know, things like that, that I'll just be like, no, no, I'm not going to do that, no. And but luckily, luckily Josh doesn't flinch away from those things, and it means that there's a, the sound is richer and more interesting, and he's and he's playing this beautiful music, and it's really great, and it's and it opened up my mind and the sound and the album, and so I'm really grateful about that. Those critical boxes that uh, that most artists get put in, and and it's it is interesting to hear how sometimes. Uh, um, an artist will react to that in their writing. I mean, do you find yourself purposely, outside of just the instruments, uh, even how you write a song, do you find yourself going, no, because of that? Um, not really, because I think I, if I have an idea that uh, for a song, then it's an idea that I'm into, if you see what I mean. Mm -hmm. It's not, like, if it was something I didn't want to put in the song, I wouldn't have thought about it in the first place, if that makes sense. No, songwriting, I just do, songwriting <laughs> happens how, whether I like it or not in whatever style I do. Like the other day I had an interview and someone was saying about how much they liked all of the nature that I sing about. And I don't feel like I, on this album anyway, I don't feel like it's very nature heavy, but again, because you're a folk artist, people just hear you talking about nature even if you're not necessarily talking about nature so i guess that might be the only area where i would maybe tweak my language a little bit i maybe wouldn't start talking about trees and flowers as much right. as someone who's less paranoid about being boxed in well, on the other side of it uh, and, and I'll, I'll hit back on something you were saying about josh about the different paths that you guys use do you find that that's helpful for you as a songwriter to have something to push up against where it's not all like, you don't have a yes person there automatically. I mean, is, is that yeah. helpful to you to have that kind of budding? Yeah, I think so. I mean, just as a human, I think that's really important to have someone that kind of offers up alternatives. And then when you say, oh, I'd rather not, they go, actually you will. And then you're like, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, okay. And then afterwards you're like, of course, that was the best decision to make. Like, it's it's really helpful, I think, to, to sort of 
question each other and then to compromise and then realize what a good choice it was afterwards. Well, so if, if trees and nature isn't a part of it this time, I, I do apologize for the broad question here, but, but where did the inspiration come from? Did you see that it was coming you know, from, from specific spots uh, as you were looking for the lyrics? Um, well, I guess, yeah, I, it usually takes me a while to work out what the themes are of an album because I'm not someone that sets out with like a message, an idea, a vision and then gets it done. I kind of write all these scrappy bits of song jigsaw puzzles and then after I've kind of recorded it, I can sit back and listen and go, oh, look, I mentioned that again. Oh, and again. Oh, okay, right. I must have been thinking about that quite a lot. So I think with this album, there's a lot to do with sort of the responsibility for ourselves and for others. There's a lot to do with um, kind of empathy and our need to put ourselves in other people's positions and to stop just thinking about ourselves all the time. Uh, well, I guess it's just another album about the human condition. <laughs> <laughs> but at the moment, things are in a bit of a state. So I think I talk about that quite a lot, about what a mess things are in and how it's kind of up to us to sort it out. We can't just wait for someone else to do it. And we can't just, you know, bitch at each other on um, social media. You've got to sort of get out in your neighbourhood and pick up some rubbish and be nice to someone, hold the door open and smile at the grumpy person in the post office or whatever. Oh, which is important. It is. It's uh, really important. I think that comes up a bit uh, too on um, release. I like hearing what you're talking about on, on Was Magician because what I got, you know, again, from another interview and, and what I'm hearing in the lyrics here is, is really about this power of youth. Yeah. Um, I think you've mentioned Greta Thunberg uh, in, in previous interviews. But really, like, that's what I find does become more and more important is, and, and, and it's noticeable too, you know, uh, I'm in Louisville, you know, we, we're, there are protests on the street every single day here for months now, and it is about the youth, it's about that fire of youth. What, what were you thinking about as you were putting that together? Well, just partly to do with, well, now more than ever, maybe I just haven't been tuned into it, but I feel like now more than ever, there are real youth movements for like environmental issues but also political issues and you know people are these young people know that their future is heading their way and that everyone who's come before them have kind of messed it up <laughs> in a lot of ways you know there's been a lot of doing things wrong basically since for hundreds and hundreds of years so it's it's time to sort of address that and obviously it's not just up to um young people to sort it out it's also up to it's up to everyone of all ages but it's true that there's a line in was magician where i think i say um was now the business of the young'uns and that actually was from when i was listening to an interview with ursula Gwynn, and she was someone was qu quizzing her about what she thinks needs to be done about the state of the world and the environment and sort of politics and stuff and she was it was towards the end of her life she was in her 80s and she made a comment about how it's not it's none of her business anymore like she's done her she's done her time she's worked hard at it and now it's up to the younger generations and that sort of really struck me i mean I don't, i'm not saying i totally agree with her or disagree with her but i was interested to hear that voice from someone that's had so much life and experience and kind of she's with such a great mind and saw things and spoke about things so clearly and um articulately and so yeah that I was thinking about that. I was thinking about the older generations and their take on things and then the younger generations. And again, this thing like we don't own the earth, we borrow it from from the f future kids or whatever, you know, from the next generation. And people forget that. They just think, I'm here now, I'm going to get as much as I can out of everything as fast as I can. And there's no, 
there's no long game like the change we want to see happen we probably won't see it in our lifetime but that doesn't mean we shouldn't be doing it we shouldn't be like trying to make it happen you've just got to well what is it like the best time to plant a tree is 100 years ago but the second best time is now so oh, yeah. we've got to get on with it yeah and that's i mean you've you team up with Greenpeace. I think you did a virtual concert earlier this year. I mean, like, like yeah. how involved are you on the on the environmental activism side right now? Well, at the moment, not very much because <laughs> okay. everyone's inside. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, I guess not as much as I'd like to be. I wish I was one of those like abseiling rope access superstars that could just scale buildings and, you know, paint stuff. But I guess... I'm kind of an average Joe, like a lot of people, and I try and do what's within my skill set, whether it's turning up to a demo or just, you know, um, trying to support a cause that needs funding or I don't know, I don't, I'd like to find ways of being more involved, more actively involved. But I think even, I guess we've got this idea about um, kind of environmental activism that is a bit daunting and we think of people doing dangerous stuff and getting arrested, but even just, for example, like during the lockdown, I like started a garden in front of our building <laughs> and that I think if everyone could do that it'd be really great just take a bit of care and pride in your local community in your neighborhood and keep doing it even though people you know rip up the plants and go to the toilet and let their dogs dig it up you've got to keep gardening for everyone because we're all living together in these in these neighborhoods yeah I mean heck the uh uh, the idea of just staying inside right now is an active, I think, activism. So it's environmental activism on top of that. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the fact that we're not traveling as much, not getting as many um, horrific aeroplanes as before is really great. I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen. But yeah, I also feel like, well, it's hard, isn't it? Who's making us stay inside? Like we, we, we want to stay inside and look after each other. And that is an, an active act to sort of care for each other and to be careful. But then it's, it's risky when people in power start seeing that they can use that to their advantage. So we have to like keep an eye open and check that they're not, um, <laughs> they're not, you know, taking advantage of us. Yeah. I, I wonder if this is an, uh, a good seg over to the first official single with this is what you did, because like, I hear about you talking how you in one side, you thrive in solitude, but at the other side that, traveling and being amongst people is also very very important to you and, and i think you talk about this song being a bit of a panic attack of sorts is is that the the tie that brings this song in yeah kind of i mean that is a it's a good um that's a nice observation because it's true that we need solitude well different people need it to varying degrees but i need a lot of solitude but i also am aware that um i also enjoy being around people and i'm aware that too much time on your own and in your brain spirals you out of control and makes you start thinking all these sort of negative thoughts and doubts and so I guess that song's a little bit about that also I think it's important to remember that often that when we like the times when we feel most alone are often when we're surrounded by people like that's a tricky one as well sometimes it's not just about is anyone else there or not <laughs> it's like to do with how isolated you feel even if you're in a crowd of people or whatever so i think yeah this song was dealing with that a little bit and also just the act of saying stuff out loud i think is really important and then quite i find that when i've said something outside i often don't out loud i often don't think it anymore all i need to do is say it and i'm like oh i don't think that after all <laughs> now i've said it you know it's kind of an exorcism of these sort of negative things and uh, i think it's yeah it's important to speak about things that's a really good song. 
I mean, and that's Thank you. no, that's not a question. Just full stop. It's a really good song. <laughs> Thank you. That's really nice. <laughs> but I just don't get tired of hearing it. Uh, and oh, and I think you know that compliment goes through all throughout the record. I mean, even uh, coming to get you nowhere, you know, is such an interesting thing what you're talking about there, which I guess kind of goes along with what, because a, a song about being stuck. I mean, here we are, right? We're all in the waiting yeah. place on top of everything. So it's we're in limbo land. On the outside of things, uh, on the outside of this record, um, pinhole photography. Yes. Can you tell me about that? Because that's something that I see that you're you're doing. I guess you've been well showing into. some pieces, right? Yeah, it's true. There's a like a touring exhibition that is um, starting, I think, next month in the UK. That's of a lot of different musicians, and so it's exhibiting visual art that they make. Because this this guy Tucker, who's organising it, uh, observantly noticed that people that make music sometimes make visual art as well. And so it's a really nice idea, especially at this time when we can't sort of tour with music, then touring with different forms of art is quite a nice way of still staying in touch with people. So yes, I have um, some pinhole photographs in that exhibition. <laughs> but what exactly is pinhole photography? Yeah, good, good, um, good question. So pinhole photography is lensless photography. It's photography that doesn't use a lens. So you just have a tiny hole and then the light gets into whatever camera you're using. And what's nice about pinhole photography is that you can just make your own cameras. You don't need to buy, you can, you know, manufactured ones, but you can just make your own cameras. And that really appeals to me. You don't need to like buy stuff from companies. You can just get a box and make it into a camera. Yeah. And then it's, it's a nice kind of process as well, just the slowing down. You have to choose what you're gonna take a picture of, then you've got to sit it there and stay still for whatever, 20 seconds, an hour. And it's a nice, it's kind of the polar opposite of all this sort of digital quick photography that's just speed, 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 speed. It's kind of makes you sit still and shut up for a bit. Isn't, uh, you're, you're, you're in Paris, right? Isn't Paris yeah. like the birth place of photography? Am I remembering that? Um, I don't know. I feel like there was a few people having very similar discoveries at the same time in different countries with slightly different methods or, you know, I've, but I think there was definitely a few of them at it in in France, yeah. yeah, right, right. Yeah, it seemed like that was part of the story there. I mean, maybe just a nice coincidence. Maybe it's in the air. You know, it's just yeah, yeah. It's just a photographic place. I don't know. I think <laughs> I don't know. It's just you know, people working out photography, whatever they may be. <laughs> uh, these are cool projects. Uh, you do such interesting things. I'll, I'll quickly point out at the end here too. Uh, even with the merch that you're doing with this record, because the uh, the card decks. Uh, yeah. look really really cool and, and instead of the <laughs> yeah. usual you know spades hearts and all that you've got bones soap switches and scissors yeah why what why would why those why <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you doing um so they're all elements they're all just uh lyrics picked out from the songs so i for, so for the artwork for the album i worked with a bristol artist called joff winterheart who's really exceptionally brilliant he's really talented he does beautiful graphic novels as as well as lots of other art and uh, like video making and things and so he was up for drawing stuff for the artwork kind of based on some of the images and the lyrics and so yeah there's all these objects that he drew and i picked four of them to be card suits and it was interesting because a little while ago i someone was asking me questions about it and um and drew to my attention the fact that with normal card decks like each suit represents an element and then um and then that got me thinking about 
the suits I'd chosen and trying to work out what elements they were. And mm. so that was that was fun. A bit of yeah. card history that I didn't know about. There's always more backstory with decks of cards. There's always like mystical stuff that you don't know about. <laughs> uh, that fits into the record perfectly uh, because uh, <laughs> there is some kind of mysticism happening in your music. I, I don't yeah, mean to uh, you know overpaint that and everything, but but it is again, it's so interesting what you do. Uh, and I certainly do appreciate it. And, and Kate, thank you so much for continuing to do that, especially for taking the time to talk about it today too. This has been Well, really thank fun. you for taking the time to talk about it. Really appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for your questions and for mentioning yeah. the cards. <laughs> Buy the cards, people, because you can't support her on tour right now. <laughs> Buy the merch. That's what you gotta do. All right, congratulations on the album uh, and thank you so much. Thank you. My thanks, Kate Stables. The new This Is The Kit record is called Off, Off, On. Thanks to you for checking out this episode before you get out. If you're not already, I hope you hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all of the great interviews that we put out three times a week here. Uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, where the video version of this is, or wherever you like to get your podcast from, just hit that subscribe button. And then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. Again, that's Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence of Sound has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of them, at Kyle Meredith. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.